Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's what we've been working for. It's what we've been geared up for. This is as real as it gets. This is the goal that everybody tries to get to uh, in the pig show industry. This is the Grand Drive. My name is Luke Sims. I am partnered with the one, the only Cole Reeves from Heiko, Texas. This episode is going to start off with a little intro about uh, himself, myself. Quick little overview. Cole's been in the game a long time. Uh, has a lot of history, a lot of knowledge. Myself, my family, we're basically what you would call rookies. So you're going to get both sides. You're going to get the questions you think are dumb as hell, and you're going to get some really good information. So without further ado, uh, we're going to let Cole Reeves introduce himself, tell you who he is. Well, I'm Cole Reeves. We're here uh, Friday night after the open show at the exposition. We're coming to you live from uh, what used to be a beautiful booming hotel in Ramada Tropics. Now it's gone to complete and absolute shit since I first stayed here in 2013. But the kids like it. We've had plenty of time this week. The show's been over early. We've had plenty of time this week. Come back, let them swim, do a little mini golf, some bowling, things like that. Uh, Jim McCoy talked earlier on the phone. He said, you know, I hear people complaining, saying, hey, we could cram this up in a couple days. You know, we used to show here uh, till you know, 9, 10, 11 o'clock every night, and we cram it up in a couple of days again because we're getting done at 4 o'clock, but, you know, then your kids wouldn't get to go hang out with their friends. They wouldn't get to swim at the pool. They wouldn't get to socialize, which is ultimately what this is all about. So uh, this being the last day, we got to sell tomorrow. We got a few Berkshire gilts in the sale. We had uh, had some good luck today. Uh, we were reserved Berkshire gilt in the open show behind a good family friend with a litter mate guilt that was champion you had one in the same class as a really deep class uh and some other some other friends of ours actually were kind of just jumbled up in there between us so that class they actually sold them all because it was very deep uh, hope those things tomorrow fetch a fetch a handsome price but you know who knows it doesn't matter that we we had fun we ended the week with a bang uh started it with uh not so hot, but that's okay. We we got a couple class wins in the junior show, uh, a couple of top five in the divisions, uh, several ribbons. We didn't get any junior show banners, but you know, like they say back home, you'll have that on them big jobs. But that's okay. We had fun, and the weather was great. Yeah. Uh, I talked to Zoe and Seth back home, and they said it's been a a, a wonderful 105, uh, <laughs> using a lot of water and a lot of air moving across sows and crates and all crossbreds, of course. Cole, you uh, you've you've blessed us with quite a bit of information right there. Talking about what a what a good week we've had. You know, we, it's been very fun. Uh, you've been here uh, to the expo many many times with with great success. And for myself, and my family, this is our first time. Uh, like I said, we're rookies. Uh, didn't know what to expect. Knew that we was coming with a good group. Had an outstanding time. I you know the. Uh, Swan Association, National Swan Association, has really set us up geared towards the kids, and it's been a good week. Uh, let all the callers know, or let all the listeners know uh, we are coming from the Ramada Inn, so <laughs> you can know right off the bat. Don't stay here next year, but yeah. I think it's going to Indianapolis, so it's okay. Yeah, this this is not a uh, high profile, a lot of money involved podcast. This is raw and real, and that's what you're going to get with each and every episode. So you mentioned, uh, you know. Your kids are first-year members of the NJSA, which is uh, um, most of the listeners probably know, but that's the National Junior Swine Association, which is the junior organization part of the National Swine Registry. I, uh, 
and, and now the American Barter Association. I have not, uh, w w you know, our kids have been uh, a member of uh, Team Purebred and NJSA for several years now. Uh, and until last year, uh, we were probably a little more heavily involved in the Team Purebred because Berkshires showed with them, and that's, you know, when we show up to one, I, I mean, we brought, I think, 19 head, and um, 13 of them were Berkshires in Poland, and there was a spot and a couple Chesters involved in that. So, uh, but it's a good organization, you know, and, and it's all the way till you're 21. So it gives some of these kids that go to college and, and Avenue and, and, and to keep, you know, keep going on. Uh, until they're 21 actually if your birthday falls right until you're 22 so which is uh, is not a bad thing I, I like that quite a bit uh, I mean I think because you know honestly yeah 18 it's college age it's out of high school but let's face it you're still not really an adult I mean hell I'm 38 and I don't think I'm still an adult but I am extremely too fat and slow to get in a show ring with anything luckily I have a couple of nieces that are pretty good on the stick. So if I got one to show an open show, that's who I'm calling up from the bullpen. There you go. And let me give you a, a good representation of, of Cole Reeves. I mean, he's named a world-renowned TV shows, the whole nine yards. Shut but if you don't up. know him, he's Shut a up. big, giant man. Got to be close to seven feet tall, <laughs> about four foot wide, face <laughs> made for radio. Couldn't Easy. get more better. Uh, Cole, a lot of good information on, on current status this week. Let me ask you this. Let's go back a few years. How how did you get involved into the to the pig industry, to the swine show? It, was it just something you, you showed animals growing up? You always been a breeder? We we did. I mean, we my dad was an ag teacher growing up, uh, and, and we showed. But you know, we were kind of a single income household. My mom had you know had a, a special needs brother that was young, and and uh, she really. It was really hard for her to actually work and take care of him. So we didn't have a lot of money, but but my dad did a really good job of making sure that we had what we needed. Uh, we, you know, back then, I think a thousand twelve hundred bucks was a lot of money for a pig. And I think when my dad wrote the check, he was hoping that he could beat it back to the bank, and he did. Mo, he he did. I mean, so but but we had uh, we had a good time doing it, and and uh, you know we we had a lot of hustle to us and and things like that and and now that uh now that you know we're all a little bit older and and wiser and and uh things like that we're we just we just sit back and enjoy it uh so i guess uh our first trip up here would have been uh, 2014 i want to think with we we had been in heiko a few years and uh so that would have been uh i'm trying to think was it 14 or was it i think it was 14 is when we came for the first time because the next year we came back with a better set of pigs and that's when uh, all hell broke loose in a crossbred ring and they were just selling them like crazy broke two records i mean they sell three or four for 15 to twenty-five thousand. that was just crazy back then now it's like oh the high seller brought twenty thousand. they must have sucked you know <laughs> well it's, uh, kind of, it's kind of like what you and i talked about earlier a little bit of uh background of me a uh, little rodeo background you said sometimes you 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 hit the good ones and you win a lot and sometimes you go a couple of years and you don't win shit and uh that's just the way the ball bounces take the good with the bad and roll on with it yes uh you know and things have come quite a long ways for for our crew i mean back then it was just pretty much me and my wife and my two nieces and we, we just had fun and, and came and hey you know if we didn't 
we didn't do anything. We didn't win. It, it was no big deal. I mean, we were just we we're having fun. We were there, and and we enjoyed ourselves. Uh, now, I guess it gets a little more stressful because we've we enjoy to we enjoy winning, and and uh, I mean, hell, who doesn't enjoy winning? But absolutely. So I, I've got to remind myself sometimes. Hey, it's just a big show. If we don't win, then we'll go try again. Then so, we learn. Then we learn. Think about it for a second. What was your first big win? What was your family's first big win? I guess our first big win would have been uh, in the spring of 2015. I guess then this is a this is a interesting story. Me and my wife and my my late friend William Jeter had gone to the Midwest to look at pigs, and uh, we showed up at. Uh, Hold on, was it was Melissa with me? Yeah, Melissa was with me. Okay, because she approved this. So we we stopped by uh, Eric Fugates and said, "Hey," I called him and said, "Hey, Fugates said, you got any land rank skills to look at?" So we're looking for some. He said, "Man," he said, "I got some." Uh, he said, "I pulled out Maddie's." He said, "Then I just don't have no traffic. I maybe I probably just fix all these to you know feeder pigs. Yeah, but come back and look at them." He said, "I think they're good." He run a pair of them out there, and I said what's wrong with that one? Why didn't he keep her from Maddie? He said, I don't know. He had some story. I don't know. You, you've never met Eric Fugate, but if you do, he's got a story about everything. So anyway, I said, what do you want for that one? He said, 400. And I couldn't say load her up fast enough. We took her home. I mean, it, we were still green then. I mean, we didn't have a lot of pen space, a lot of room. I mean, she shared a pen in a school barn with another pig at my niece's. Uh, and got her she's a little hard to whip break we got her whip broke uh we did not take her to fort worth because we didn't think she was ready took her to san antone uh wins the land race at san antone uh wins the land race at houston so that would have been uh 2015 that's and actually was weird is we loaded up a polling guilt that we thought was good enough to win the polands that year uh at san antone she got a pretty pretty rough stone bruise, uh, cracked hoof, and I was a little undereducated back then as to how we could fix those things. Uh, nowadays, that's like ah, whatever, cracked hoof, we got we got you, you know. Uh, so she stood like fourth in her class, uh, but that guilt did go on to she won Fort Worth. She did go on to win San Angelo. In Houston, so she won everything but San Antonio, but we were pretty high on that one. And, and I told Melissa, I said, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. So we started a year off. We bought a a really good Chester gilt that I thought was the one. She got sick. I mean, never grew. It wasn't anybody's fault. Just this is the ways of the world. Uh, and then that was for Ashlyn, my niece, which was it was her. And then I had a kid there. Uh, at, the, at the time, named Dakota Hankins, he he worked for me and kept his pigs at the house. We fed them all for him, you know, because he was out there every day. And and he had the polling guilt. And uh, I mean, we we thought the Chester we originally bought was the one. She got sick. And that's fine. It happens. We thought the polling guilt was the one. And uh, she got a little lame on us. And then uh, I'm like, Dakota, we're looking at this guilt. And he said, Man, he said. You know, as San Antonio Guilt Show, we, we drug test. I mean, it's if you win a scholarship with drug tests, it's pretty stringent, you know, and, and the same thing in the in the Barra Show, they drug test in the Barra Show. So he looked at me, he said, he said, uh, I'm going to give her some Banamine so she's not sore. I said, hell no. <laughs> so why? I said, because she looks best as she's looked. I said, I'm not a landry guy. I said, but I like that one. I said, don't give her nothing. Sure enough, the next day, she wins a breed. I'm going to call Fugate, you know, he's... 
he's practicing for his American Ninja Warrior thing, you know. Uh, and he's all sweating when, he, when I call him and panting. I said, hey, for you. I said, we just won a damn land race at San Antonio. He said, I don't know, he said a bunch of words and like, hell yeah. So that was my first big win, I guess, won that first banner at San Antonio. Uh, and since 2015, I have beat the hell out of being champion, another champion at San Antonio until this year. And we... We finally had the champion Poland Guild there this year and the champion Landrace Barra. So between 2015 and now, they, they they started a few years ago giving top five banners, and I've won every damn one of them except champion again. So we were fortunate enough to raise two this year that won. Uh, they won a banner. So, I mean, I guess that little Landrace Guild is weird. I mean, the first banner I ever won uh, with a guilt was with the Landrace Guild. And, the first Barra at San Antonio we ever won, or the first banner we ever won with a Barra at San Antonio was with the Landrace Barra we raised, and uh, that thing was a was a hammer. And uh, I, uh, that girl, the girl that showed him Bradley there, she she probably loved that pig as much as she loves any other animal. But that was a that was a monster, and, and we did love it. And it just kind of, I mean, I'm I'm hoping right now we can repeat the process, uh, you know, with something. I mean, it's kind of. It gets stressful, I guess, once you win or you race something that wins. You, you want to make sure the next year you're better and better. I mean, nobody wants to be a little bit worse than they were last year. I mean, that, that, that's not anybody's goal ever. Uh, sometimes it happens, and that's the time you just suck it. Whatever. Go ahead. Hey, it's showing. That's why it's called showing. It's not called winning. It wouldn't be near as much fun if it was just called winning. So, hey, let's go to the pig win, you know? I mean, because <laughs> then there's, you know, San Antonio. There wouldn't be no reason for the other – 1850 head to show up they knew the same one's going to win every time so right. it's a dog fight you know yeah and I, and, I, and i think that's that's a great explanation of, of how all that occurred that, it, that it's not just by coincidence i think a lot of people that might get into the industry and and be oh i, I think that first one was purely by coincidence but since then we've uh, learned a little bit hard, hard, <laughs> hard work goes a long ways it don't matter coincidence or not right but yep, i can remember the judge i remember everything that way that but, that day but but what i think i think where i'm going is uh you know you have some families that get into the pig industry and they see the same people win time after time after time and without a whole lot of knowledge they don't know or realize what goes into these pigs year after year after year like i say this is my family's uh, second full season through you know Texas majors and just from year one to year two we've been able to to run with you and some some other f folks that, that have helped us out a whole lot and man there's so much that goes into it and, and if you really want a good pig you've got to put in the time and dedication and and be committed to winning look your kids want to your kids want a class at every major guilt show in Texas this spring uh so I think you gained ground. You gained ground pretty fast, probably faster than most people. Learning curve was, uh, learning curve was not as not as big as some of them. And uh, I guess as a as a guy that sells pigs and, and helps families, they appreciate that because you know sometimes some people never learn. Some people do. Some people don't. You know, but uh, uh, I just you know I I guess at the end of the day when you see a kid that just grinning from ear to ear because she just won a class at San Antonio and she really don't know how big that is at the time. Yeah. And, and maybe to this day she probably still doesn't. But, I mean, you know, I never won a class at San Antonio. I, I mean, I, I never got probably above about a fifth-place ribbon that I can remember. 
Uh, so there's lots of people that never have that chance. I mean, Victor's sitting back there on the bed, probably playing TikTok. I, he never won a class at San Antonio, but the sucker won a class this week at they Expo. Sure he won a polling class. And Victor from I was Texas. tickled pink. Yep, yep. The only uh, he was he had the best tan of anybody in the polling show. I will say that, right, Victor? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, and, and and I appreciate the recognition on on the quick success my kids have had this this past year and like i say being good comes from surrounding yourself with good people people that know people that want to help uh truly we've never been involved in any sport or organization to where the camaraderie is like it is in in the pig show industry if you uh, if you want to surround yourself around good pig people i'll give you a list of names but i don't think i'm really one of them <laughs> I just kind of uh, get lucky i think every year well, you probably should start playing a lottery more often. You're, you're good to me. Like like my kids, you know, we've we've given them every opportunity to do whatever it is they want to do. We we believe in giving them a choice to to kind of figure out what it is uh, they want to go forward with and succeed with. You know, we give them the option to play baseball a little bit, softball. They didn't they didn't particularly pick that up. We give them the opportunity to ride some horses and maybe do a little rodeo on. You know, some some junior rodeo stuff like like i did growing up but again they didn't that that wasn't their deal uh my wife andy she showed some cows and pigs growing up there in southeast texas and had a little bit of knowledge about it and whenever they said they wanted to show pigs uh they fell in head over heels as much as anybody you know you know last year i guess would have been i guess your daughter's first year to show and your first year to show pigs I've been trying to get your wife to show pigs <laughs> since I found out your son was going to be in third grade. And she kept telling me, no, no, no. And then I see on Facebook she's got some pigs. And I'm like, what the hell? I sent her Facebook message, said, what the hell? You got pigs? <laughs> it was a last-minute decision. I know. Leo. Hey, and you know what? You're, you got a good ag teacher. He talked yeah. you into it. He's a real good friend of mine. Yeah. He helps me a lot around the farm. I'm glad he talked you into it. Sorry, Cameron, if I stole them from you, but yeah. you know how it is. No, it, it, <laughs> it was a, it was a uh, 12-hour deal. Uh, I think we were two days out from validation, and the kids got a wild here. We want to show pigs, and, you know, fortunately, we, we give Cameron Price a phone call, and, and he was Johnny on the spot, helped us out a whole lot. And, and uh, man, it's been a whirlwind from there. I mean, who, who would have thought a year and a half ago we'd been in Des Moines, Iowa, showing pigs and having the success we have, um, albeit just – you know, a little here and a little there. We're, we're learning everything we can, and just being around so many successful people know that we have got a long ways to go. But, man, it's been fun this far. So, Cole, you, you've shown a lot of pigs. You had a lot of success winning. But, man, you're forced to be reckoned with there there in southeast Texas, really, or, or Texas and all over with your breeding program. What what point of the of the pig in – pig industry did did you kind of commit and say you know what this is this is what i'm gonna do you got nineteen thousand things going on but what what made you decide to stick with the breeding part i'm hard-headed and stupid a hundred percent hard-headed and stupid uh you know I, sometimes i mean we, we've got a good set of sales we've got a set of sales that have a history behind them and you know finally starting to get everything to click and get them all in the rotation get them bred right so hopefully uh hopefully we'll still have a few good ones this year so but if not i guess that's just part of it too but yeah it's it's just being stupid and hard-headed that's the only reason i've stayed in it and and, and kept a few sows around because i mean let's face it the the money i spend feeding sows and buying semen i could take my family on the most luxurious vacation in the world uh 
you know. I, but who the hell wants to do that? I mean, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I get I get all sweaty and itchy just being gone from the house for a couple of days. It's been killing me. Like, I've been ready to get home since Monday, and here it is, Friday. Luckily, I've got a couple of pretty good hands there from, from Tarleton. We we're close enough to Tarleton because, you know, my main farm hand I brought up here with me, I said, hey, Victor, I said, I'll let you go. Show a pig at Expo. I said I, he'd never been, and it might be his only time to go. And he busts his ass around there, does a lot of things, a lot of shit I don't want to do. So mm-hmm. thank goodness. <laughs> uh, so I brought him, and then we've got a, a couple of other, you know, college kids that help. And you know, so far we haven't 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 had anything die this week. So we're on a we're on a fast track. Well, now Seth may call me in the morning and say everything's dead, but. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, well, we're getting first-hand experience being away from the house with pigs at the house. Uh, last couple of days, we had some water well issues with some 102-degree heat there at the house, and them uh, them little pigs ain't loving that. But you know, that's part of it. You learn as you go. Uh, we we've been fortunate to have some folks there at the house help us out and keep us going. Um, it truly it does take a, a village to to make all this operate. I know uh, you got a young coming up, Miss Hadley. What um. What do you have planned for her over the next year? She's gonna, not going to be a force to be reckoned with. Every time she steps in the ring, uh, that little fireball's got it going on. If she don't pull her head out of her rear end, we ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> so I guess i got to remind myself she's seven. But anyway, we'll be all right. She's yeah. in second grade. we got another year before we start racking them for the big shows. And hopefully between now and then she'll figure things out and uh, – so I don't know. I think you know we're uh, we're having another kid in October. So congratulations. Mm, yeah, maybe we're kind of <laughs> we're both old and wore out. We probably should have thought that through a little better. But it happened, and I don't know. I think Hadley's kind of going through some stuff right now, just like because she knows she's not gonna be the only one. So and it's a girl. It's kind of open as a boy, not because hey I want a boy, because I really don't care. Uh, I've been around girls my entire life. Uh, I told my wife this week if I can ever go through an expo. Without someone crying, <laughs> it'll be a miracle. So, because I just deal with nothing but girls. Even Victor, he's so damn girlish, it's not even funny. Uh, love the guy, but you know. So, uh, you know, I just, you know, if there's another boy that way, I could still, you know, say, Hadley, hey, you're my favorite daughter. No, I can't say that. Right. But knowing me, I probably will. Right. But, but that, that just kind of, again, goes to show kind of what the industry is about. I mean, uh, there, there's. I don't know. Being in it two years, I've never seen any individual uh, accomplishment. It's all it's all teamwork. It's all family. It's all friends. And man, when you get hooked up with a team that, that really takes care of you, you know that no matter if you got one in ring B, one in ring A, and 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 one to get ready, that somebody's always there to help you. I think that's part of what what my family has recognized the most as some of the most beneficial things. Everybody wants the buckles and banners, and of course to be in the grand drive, but. The, the lessons that we're learning about about helping each other about it, you know life is just really bigger than yourself in in this pig industry is something that you know school can't teach and and without being here you're not going to learn I, I just don't believe nope <laughs> I so. mean it kind of hit the nail on the head so but let's uh I don't know we don't have anybody yet to special to talk about today but I think our plans are uh Try to get a few industry leaders and innovators and changers, maybe some up and comings here. I've got a list of uh, people we, you know, we're gonna try to get on. Uh, some of them have been on a couple podcasts. Some of them have never been on a podcast. Some of them might tell me you're out of your damn mind. I'm not getting on a podcast, but I'm gonna ask them anyway. Uh, some of them are gonna be old. Some of them are gonna be young. So 
uh, I think this is something for all ages. Uh, this is uh, this industry swine. You know the the show pig deal. Uh, you've got to uh, got to have an open mind. You've got to embrace change. Uh, you know, and, and there's a lot of people. I guess, you know, quote-unquote old-timers don't want to embrace change, and there's a lot of new people that maybe want to change too fast. So I just kind of go with the flow. I'm never going to probably change anything. I just, whatever, whatever's working is working. I mean, I, you're hard-headed. I'm hard-headed. <laughs> I mean, we'll just keep doing things the way we like them, and we may win one day. We may we may not win the next, but that's just part of it. But, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of downtime, I guess, where you and I get together, maybe the jackpot here or there, you know. We could do about 15 of these podcasts waiting in line at San Antonio at the Guilt Show. <laughs> oh, my gosh, 12 hours, 14 hours. <coughs> People in the Midwest are not blessed with the, the waiting line, the trailer line. So It's an experience, and, and, and that's kind of what you and I talked about whenever we kind of had this idea of putting a podcast together is – uh, we want it to be geared towards the pig industry only. We we uh, we're not going to do different species or anything like that. I know cows eat grass. I know, I know lambs eat lamb feed, but uh, we're going to gear this strictly towards. I, I think sheep eat grass as well. <laughs> lamb sheep. We well, you, you, we should probably do a podcast on some sheep because it doesn't sound like you sound like probably learn a little bit about that <laughs> hey, too. I, I got enough pig stuff in front of me that I got to learn. I got I got to keep focused, my man. And, unless you're too far west of I-35, then the sheep eat rocks. But yeah, we got good sheep yeah. in Texas. But uh, I I I like the idea. We're gonna get some youngsters on here, do some interviews with them, try to get some. Uh, this boy said cows eat grass and lambs eat lamb feed. <laughs> Oh, uh, you probably got your knowledge off from the petting zoo, didn't you? Uh, Google, Google. <laughs> uh, I've been pointed to Google a couple times this week for some information. Uh, I couldn't help it. Uh, Sorry, you set it up there. I had to serve it. That's how it works. That's how it works. But we look forward to it, man. This is a uh, this is going to be anything from breeding to butcher, man. We're going to go all things pigs. We're going to go uh, where a lot of people won't go. Uh, we're going to come at you raw and real. We're probably going to step on some toes, but we're going to clean up afterwards. We mm. we want to. Probably going to be PG-13-ish show. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got the ability I'll, to add I'll try to keep it, you know, I'll try to keep it chill, you know. I'm a little hot-blooded, say some words sometimes without thinking, but I'll, I'll try to, I'm going to think everything out before yeah, I Yeah, it, it's called passion. Passion about the about people. The people mistake passion for being angry. I'm not yeah. angry. I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm angry, but like most of the time... When I get high pitch, you know, I get all real high pitch and get to squealing like that, you know. It's passion. <laughs> I'm not mad. No, it's passion. But that's almost got me shot by a cop before because I was very passionate about what he was yelling at me but about. It, and, it helps me. And find he thought I was yelling back, and I'm like, no, this is just my voice. It helps me find. I'm huge. I, I sound like Mickey Mouse, but I weigh 400 pounds. I'm sorry. <laughs> it helps me find you in the pig barn. You ain't got to look. You just listen. Walk around. Uh, if you ain't had a chance to meet Cole Reese, my goodness, you're the pig. You don't want to make it a priority. He loves talking to people. He, he loves having you come up, talk to him when you're trying to get pigs ready. I He'll love make time for you. I, I love. I guess the biggest downfall for me is I just like talking smack. It's all fun and games. Yeah, absolutely, it's all. Sometimes people are like, "Oh my god." I pretty much say the things that everybody else thinks. Uh, they want to say them. They they, they want to say them, but they don't have them big dangalanga things right there between <laughs> your legs called testicles. I just don't. I D G A F. That's my PG thirteen version, boys. The PG thirteen plus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we're gonna wrap. And maybe it's because I don't have a brain. Maybe it ain't because I got them dangling testicles. Maybe it's because I don't have a brain. Well, you know, probably it, the brain. Ask my wife. Gets, She'll tell you it's because I don't have a damn brain. It gets hot in the pig barn sometimes, especially, <laughs> especially this time of year, getting ready to fair and everything. <laughs> but we're gonna get ready to wrap this one up, Cole. We're gonna get everything more organized over these next few podcasts. We're yeah, because she really sucked at getting this one set up. It was terrible. I don't know if we're ever gonna I've get started. Wait, I've been waiting on you for a month. Andy Sims, it's your fault. You should have done a test run with him. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to get in trouble for you saying Andy Sims. That's just the way it works. <laughs> I don't think it was her fault for the record. We're going to put that on record. No, you Cole, said you said I tried to get Andy mm-mm. to do this. We've been on me, here 20, 28 minutes, and it's not been recorded that I said that. I'll deny, deny, deny. Well, because you were too dumb to get it recorded because Andy didn't help you. Damn uh, it, Andy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go, and I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. Look, Cole and I got a great support system with our wives. Uh, they they uh, they really work uh, hard behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> He'll say, uh, uh, "I'll tell you, he's got a great support system." Everybody uh, knows my wife does everything. I'm just the big uh, the big clabber assed mouth. She <laughs> does everything. I kind of slowed down a little bit since she's been pregnant, but I, I she everybody's got to remind me, "Hey, jerk, she's pregnant. <laughs> she's she's bred." Don't, yeah, don't She's work there. her so hard, okay? That's, that's you know, right. so it's it's a, but we've got along good. Uh, I'm really good at getting big pigs ready because I don't have to bend over as far. <laughs> they're they're, they're a little, little higher. Really, the, the on, really the only reason I let Victor come to Expo is because his ass could get the little pigs ready for me. I'm sorry, Victor. I think he already knew that though. You know, I was like, listen, what are you gonna do? I said, ah, don't worry about it. Victor's coming. He's got a polling guilt. Hey, she looks good. She won a class. That's it. That's it. It's all about hard work and dedication. We're going to get this one wrapped up. Cole Reeves, thank you so much. Congratulations. On the, your- the rest of them are not going to be this short. We're going to have, <laughs> no, to have, we're no, have people we're, come in. We're yeah. going 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, we're going three to hold, hours. We're going to hold your concentration. Some of the people that I want to bring on, I mean, like, it's going to be a train wreck. be three hours, like three whole hours. It's going to be a train And rate. they will not, they'll probably not shut up. And they might argue a little bit because I might bring two people on at once. So. <laughs> And, you know. and, and as we get going, we're going to, you know, like some other podcasts do, we'll do a question and answer session. We want everybody to be involved. And Ask me a question. i got to answer. i got you a question right now. What? What is your expectation for San Antonio this year? What what breed is hot right now? San, well, Fort Worth kind of kicks it off. All San Antonio is bigger. What, Fort Worth. I mean, what, what, we love Fort Worth because it has two amazing, three or four amazing superintendents that are truly for the kids, and that is – the only reason we go to Fort Worth what, what? is because of David Frazier, Gary Rosenbush, Tate Rosenbush. Those are probably three of the most genuine people when it comes to being the superintendent at a major stock show. They are great people, and oh. I would fight somebody if they told me they didn't like one of those three people. Well, let's use that one then. <laughs> what uh, what's, the, what's the hot breed right now that, that you think has the best chance of winning Fort Worth? Oh, no, screw Fort Worth. We're, I mean, we're going to talk about San Antonio. Everything. I mean – Red ones won it a million times. I mean that they're out. I mean that's that's it. I mean, I I hate to say that because it's probably my least favorite breed, but uh, you know Durocs went one and two last year, Grand Reserve overall, and I'm gonna take yeah Grand Reserve overall, uh, very good pigs this year. Duroc wins it, uh, so I'm gonna say the best one's gonna win it. The best one's gonna win it always. And and, and look look they got two really good judges coming this year. I trust both of those guys. 
to line up purebreds. I mean, hell, hell, they've had good judges every year. I mean, but I, I trust uh, I trust Brett and Jason to do a really good job, and uh, there's not a doubt in my mind that they're not going to find the best one. Absolutely. And it don't matter what breed. Uh, not a Hereford or a Tamworth because we don't <laughs> show them in Texas. <laughs> but, at, but absolutely. Yet. At the end of the day, it's always a seven best standing, and, and that day it's that judge's decision. So Eight. Uh, eight. Eight? Well, eight. There's I mean, there's eight pigs. In, in seven, including the one standing. Eight pigs. Eight pigs. Gosh dang. You already confused Sheep yourself. and... <laughs> you already confused It's a good thing I'm on here. It's a good... Hey, you've got the knowledge. I've got the least experience. That's why we go together like peanut butter and jelly, cuz. Uh, I hate peanut butter and jelly. We're going to try to drop these Let's every Thursday. macaroni and cheese. Oh, Matt, that was a mistake. This is Every mistake. Thursday? We're going to try to drop these every Thursday. Hey, we're going to have a bro, podcast no, weekly. No, that's when I get my Brazilian wax. Nah, Let's do Wednesday. We're gonna have to oh, go. I got a church on Wednesday. No, well... We can I can skip them. my Brazilian. We can record them earlier in the week. But I we're can, drop I can skip my Brazilian. <laughs> that poor person. <laughs> I've got some Snapchats of what <laughs> this Brazilian might look like. And it's, I'll tell you what, you ain't come across a Yeti that scary because uh, we'll try to get <laughs> I have a big I have a Bigfoot plastered against the side of my chip barn. Everybody rides by and sees That's it. That's not so. a lie. That is not a lie. <laughs> Actually, right now it's covering up a burn space where uh, a guy caught my barn on fire. And it come and stuttered, the barn's on fire. We put it out, and then the local volunteer fire department pulled up with a 55-gallon drum full of water. He said, we're going to do that. Spray some weeds. We got it. It's coming up a burn spot. We'll put the, I got some hail damage on the barn, so I got to order a new roof. So I'm going to go ahead and get him to replace that tin as a method to my madness. In the, last, in, the, in, the, in the last three minutes, we went from ending this podcast to who's winning San Antonio to a burnt down barn. Well, who's winning San Antonio? Well, no, what knows. Breed? What nobody breed? knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, There's a lot of hot breeds right now. But hey, anyway, But I'm going to tell you something. My goal, I'm going to win that sucker with a pole. It's been done. Got to have a goal. Got to have a goal. Got to have a dream. Uh, uh, you know, but maybe not. If I don't, then... So, so well, let's say get rich or die trying, baby. So, so based on this first one, you see what kind of information gonna is going to come out. This, this is going to be a, a fun time, Cole. I appreciate you joining me. I, I look forward to these each and every week. Uh, y'all, stay tuned, man. So, if you have any suggestions on who you want to see us, you can email us at two hot studs at <laughs> yahoo.com that that's that's not the domain that that we have it's not an email that, address that, that, that is not it's it. not an email address. i believe the email address is the grand drive at gmail.com oh shit you, can, you, you already send, got an email man, address I'm prepared. uh but nobody's gonna listen to this send, before we do the next one but so it doesn't matter send it send victor he'll send listen. your information there Pinchy we victor. got one new like on facebook <laughs> what? Uh, we got a facebook today. too uh yes go follow us on holy cow facebook we got a at facebook the, at the grand drive hey guys um, on facebook we've worked real hard on this try to get this out this, this is going to be fun for me i, I, oh, I can tell yeah. it's going to be fun for cole once we get y'all involved and and get some of your questions i can only imagine what's going to come down i'm the just going to tell you luke you got to be here every time we record this because there is no way i can sell this crap up i had to get some like method to help me set my <laughs> stuff up when i was doing the turkey races at austin so and that's another thing. I'm uh, very good at announcing turkey races. A, Welcome, that's, everybody. That's a whole nother episode. Thank y'all for joining us. This has been the uh, best 35 minutes of your week so far. Uh, look forward to uh, a new episode coming out next Thursday. We will get this wrapped up. Uh, follow us on Facebook. we got to get an Instagram going. Ooh, What about a Twitter? Uh, 
I don't think we need to be on Twitter. Why? No, we'll stick to Facebook and things that have limitations. TikTok. Uh, we will have a TikTok. We, Twitter. We, uh, Ash, wanna, Ashland's going to work I on I want to twat people. I want to twat. We're going to TikTok. I want to put people. out twats or tweets, twits, whatever oh, the hell it is. Oh, my God. Remember, it's the goal. It's the place where everybody wants to be. This is the grand drive. You got a pig. That's where you want to be. Uh, until next week, y'all take care and adios. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. <laughs>